0: Live from Hazard, Kentucky, this is Jammin' John's Wrestling News. Here's your news for Monday, July 1st, 2019. During a post-Fighter Fest media conference, AEW President Tony Khan commented on the unprotected chair shot to the head that Cody Rhodes took from Sean Spears. Tony Khan said, We called the doctor immediately. It was obviously really regrettable what happened. I don't know if this is the time to go into what happened, but we had taken precautions in this situation, in that specific situation. A doctor was available, and Cody does not have a concussion. He has staples, and we're all really grateful for that. Khan also addressed that the level of violence at Fighter Fest would continue on weekly AEW TV shows by saying, No, definitely not. This was not TV, it was a streaming show. It was effectively a pay per view in a lot of the world. In the U.S., it was presented free, but this was a pay per view. You can expect different rules for pay per view, and we said going in these are non sanctioned hardcore matches. Thanks to SESCOOPS.com for the quotes. And staying on topic of that unprotected chair shot to the head, during a post Fighter Fest media conference, Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks addressed the unprotected chair shot that Cody Rhodes took during the show. Nick Jackson said, You think it was unprotected, and I'll keep it at that. That was all Cody's idea. I don't even know what happened, to be honest. All I know is he did get staples, so I'm going to have a look back and I'll have a comment on it later. I do know that they gimmicked the chair and it clearly didn't work since he was bloody. Thanks to WrestlingInc.com for the quotes. And staying on topic of that unprotected chair shot, it appears that the chair shot to the head from Sean Spears to Cody Rhodes was intended, but Cody was not supposed to bleed. According to PWInsider.com, something went wrong when the top of the chair caught Cody accidentally. Cody legitimately needed 12 staples and was still bleeding backstage while working behind the scenes. There was an estimated attendance of 5,000 to 5,500 fans for the AEW Fighter Fest pay-per-view, which was not a sellout. The Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida holds around 8,582 fans for wrestling and several sections of the upper deck were blocked off. Wrestling legend Jim Cornette wrote the following on Twitter regarding AEW's Fighter Fest event. Jim Cornette tweeted, Seriously? An amateur hardcore match in a kiddie pool and dueling librarians having a shh fest for the first hour and people are complaining about a potato with a chair? A little memory loss would benefit everybody who watches AEW Wrestling's buy-in show." Following the Fighter Fest event, AEW President Tony Khan talked about how the show went. Here is what Khan said, courtesy of Bodyslam.net. I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. People seemed to have a good time. I think we could do this every year. I don't know why I wouldn't want to come back and do this, and Alex Jabaley is a great partner. During the latest 83 Weeks podcast with Conrad Thompson, Eric Bischoff commented on his new executive director role with WWE by saying, I want to let everybody know the magnitude of this opportunity and the challenge and the commitment that goes along with it. It's not lost on me. There's been a couple of times over the last few days when I've been driving around in my truck or taking my dog for a hike and going, wow. This maybe, it's not maybe, this is the biggest opportunity I've ever had in this industry. Granted when Bill Shaw may be president of WCW, obviously that was a very big moment, but I was learning on the job there. I had nothing to lose there. In this situation, this is an entirely different ball game here. This is a very sophisticated company in WWE. There is a great team already in place. They're moving the Smackdown show to Fox, which obviously has a lot of eyeballs on it, in every way. So the magnitude of the opportunity is not lost on me. I'm honored, I'm humbled, and I cannot express even here because this is a different kind of excitement for me. I haven't felt this way maybe in forever but for at least 20 years. This is a whole different ball game and honestly, Lori and I and my dog Nikki, we're going to load up our truck and we're heading out to Stanford probably on the 10th or 11th of July. I mean literally we're going out there with the clothes on our back and some of it in boxes and we're starting over from scratch and I've never been more excited. The opportunity at this stage in my life and in my career to be able to make a move like this is so... Exciting doesn't cover it. It's frilling, and I just can't wait. Bischoff continued on by saying, Yeah, this is not a remote-control kind of opportunity here. This is a deep dive. This is, I'm sure, a 24-7 kind of gig. This is not something I could do on my laptop remotely. This is the real deal. Thanks to WrestleZone.com for the quotes. During an appearance on Busted Open Radio, Kurt Angle commented on his current role with WWE by saying, I'm producing. I'm behind the scenes. I started last month. I'm slowly settling into a producer role. It's kind of cool. I never thought I would like it. I always thought I would step away from the business and be done. But I actually like helping guys out and it has given me a better understanding of the business. There is a lot more to it than what we do. Going out there in the ring, you have to be creative. I never thought I would enjoy it, but I do. Angle also commented on Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff becoming executive directors for WWE and potential changes to the main product. Angle said, The ratings have been pretty stagnant. It just sounds like they want to give something a try and I do not blame them. The WWE right now, they are a publicly traded company that makes more money now than they ever did before. That includes the Attitude Era. Angle continued on by saying, The WWE are making more money now because of TV deals And these shows, these international specials, the WWE Network, merchandise, endorsements, the money just keeps coming in. They have shareholders, they want to make sure it's a family program, and geared towards kids. The writing gets to be a little more difficult when you're trying to write PG all the time. Thanks to WrestlingInc.com for the quotes. It appears that Sheamus, who has been suffering from spinal stenosis, will be returning to WWE action very soon. PWInsider.com noted that Sheamus is on the road for the company this week and will be doing a signing tomorrow at 11 a.m. at the Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas. Sheamus also posted on social media about his 10-year anniversary with WWE and indicated that there is a lot more to come. Man, it's really, really crazy to think that Sheamus has been in WWE for 10 years. I remember being a teenager and seeing Sheamus make his debut And I loved whenever he made his debut, I loved his character back then, and I loved whenever he was WWE Champion. The first Irish-born WWE Champion, folks. In an update on Sasha Banks, Tom Colohue of SportsKita.com was told by multiple sources that she hasn't been offered a new WWE contract, despite recent reports. With that being said, it appears that the situation isn't as bad as people are making it out to be, as Sasha is merely taking time off. A source noted the following to Colohue, a few people asked for time off after WrestleMania. Sasha Banks has worked extremely long and extremely hard. She's earned it. They've gone with Bailey, and she's doing well. When Sasha comes back, she'll slot right back in. The source also indicated that Vince McMahon doesn't have an issue with Sasha's recent social media activity and has actually found it to be amusing. And finally here on and John's Wrestling News, during an appearance on Booker T's podcast, Jake Hader, formerly known as Jack Swagger, commented on WWE, and here are the highlights. On If He Regrets Anything About His WWE Run, Jake Hader said, You know what? I'm not afraid to admit it right now. I think the thing that I was missing the most was being able to stand up for myself backstage. Whether it was storylines or whether it was the political BS that we all had to endure, I was a pushover a lot of the time. And I think that's good fuel for me right now in MMA. I've got a chip on my shoulder, I'm pissed off about certain things, you know. You can't be more mad than at yourself. So I'm holding myself accountable and I'm really pushing myself and learning from the experience and not just dwelling on it and blaming others. I was young. I signed with WWE when I was 24. I was up on the main roster when I was 26. Ten years later, that's a lot of me learning and a lot of growth. And it took me a while to realize my value. But once I did, we've been taking the steps in the right direction ever since. And on a potential return down the line, Jake Hayter said, It's cool about this WWE thing right now, because it's never off the table. And pro wrestling has grown so popular right now, it's just awesome. It's like, there's no more hiding in the closet and watching it or reading the magazines. It's cool to be a pro wrestler, and that makes it so much better for us as pro wrestlers who go out there and put our bodies on the line, and give the fans entertainment that they deserve. Thanks to 411mania.com for the quotes. That is your news for Monday, July 1st, 2019. Happy Canada Day to all my Canadian listeners out there. Check back here tomorrow for another Jam and John's Wrestling News Flash Briefing on Amazon Alexa devices, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at John Caldwell, J O N C O L W E L L. Follow me on Instagram at Jam and John. If you'd like to sponsor jam and John's wrestling news or your wrestling promotion, want to get your next big event out, you can email me, jzcalwell at gmail.com. That's J Z C O L W E L L at Gmail.com. Big shout out to Ryan Hurdle and Tony Nelson for subscribing to my Patreon. You too can subscribe to me by going to patreon.com slash jam and john. I have free packages on there ranging from free to seven dollars. Not a whole lot of money. I would really appreciate it if you supported me a little bit financially. Once again, that's Patreon.com slash and John. This is and John saying thanks, goodbye, and I'll see you tomorrow.